0: Sleeves and extra cheese I'm Sophia, and I'm here with my co-host Pat Hello Hello <laughs> How are you doing? I'm
1: absolutely boiling
0: Yes, me too Yeah That's why we're sitting here in underwear
1: Yeah <laughs> Currently Yeah, nothing else <laughs>
0: It's a really sunny, lovely day in London today actually And we're sitting indoors in the podcast cave and absolutely sweating
1: Yeah, I mean my hair has just gone mental at the moment It's <laughs> yeah. Super frizzy
0: so yeah, this is technically our first episode, and for anyone who missed our introduction episode, go and listen to it now. Just do it. Yeah, just what are you waiting for. We are a movie review podcast where each week we'll be talking about the films we love from our favourite genres in films. We're talking B-movies, cult, horror, exploitation, cheesy films, and loads more. The list goes on. A
1: big old list. Yeah. It's like Santa's Christmas list. <laughs> Uh, if we can just take a moment now, though, just to say thank you to everyone for the uh, really positive response we got from the introduction episode.
0: And yeah, just and just for listening to our podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah. Even if you didn't like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really means a lot, and we really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, we really do, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: but now, back to the episode. Mm-hmm. And what's the first movie up for review?
0: The first movie up for review is... The slumber party massacre from 1982. Ooh.
1: Ooh. The party begins at eight o'clock. It's a slumber party for old time's sake. You I it. It. love it too.
0: Do you think I'm getting better?
1: <laughs> but be on the lookout for an uninvited guest.
0: Please send the police.
1: Ah! When the pizza arrives, things really start jumping.
0: Yeah, that was a little snip from the trailer.
1: It was, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: it was. (laughs) So we got a little synopsis of the film. The film follows a high school senior who gathers her friends for a slumber party. Unaware that an escaped homicidal lunatic, whose weapon of choice is an impressively large power drill, is loose in the neighborhood and is about to crash the party. Mm. 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 (laughs) (laughs) It's directed by Amy Holden-Jones and written by feminist author Rita Mae Brown and Amy Mm, Holden-Jones. They wrote it together and it stars Michelle Michaels Robin Steele, and Michael Villella Uh,
1: it is the first installment in the Slumber Party Massacre trilogy and is the first and only to have been entirely written and directed by women yeah Uh, which is interesting really because most of the time these sort of films back then would have been sort of ugly and extremely sexist
0: (laughs) yeah I I totally agree with that I mean that's why I like with this film you can totally see it's made or by women
1: yeah you can tell straight away can, I feel
0: yeah it's very different B movie from all the other B
1: yeah films. definitely yeah of that time as well
0: yeah I mean it's, it's nudity but not too much nudity
1: no no it's uh, sort of classy maybe
0: yeah and not too many like sex scenes either
1: <laughs> no none at all
0: not at all Yeah.
1: <laughs> just some heavy petting
0: well it's, it's also produced by Roger Corman who is the B movie king He's a producer, writer, director and actor. Yeah. Um and B movies and cult films is what he does best.
1: Yeah, it's his thing, isn't
0: it? Yeah. And I mean like you you told me, like, you know, you looked at his IMDB and he's done like a ton of films. Oh yeah, films. I mean it's an
1: endless list. I mean he's still going there. Yeah. He's still doing all those, you know, giant crocodile versus
0: shark the puss <laughs> yeah
1: and you know giant snails versus little ants
0: yeah and they always had like small roles in some kind of weird films yeah as a little well. bit parts here and it there yeah it was like in the beverly hills 902 i know oh, do yeah. you remember that episode
1: i do sort of yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> best show best show
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack's brilliant um
0: yeah the soundtrack like was like made on a casio synthesizer or yeah something?
1: the entire thing was on a casio synthesizer yeah uh, we'll give you a little little snippet right yeah.
0: now. <laughs> oh, it's so funny, that music, isn't it?
1: I love it, yeah. I mean, that's what drew, drew me in straight away. Yeah. It always does that in films. If you've got that soundtrack... Hey.
0: Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, you You sucked me in. You got me. You got yeah. me for the rest of the film.
0: I think it's a bit of the charm of the film as well to have the whole soundtrack is like a Casio synthesizer. You know? Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I guess that was the thing back then with most of those movies, though, were not it? Mm, you know, it's low budget. Low budget. It's a way to cut costs. Yeah. What did you think?
0: No, I, I really loved it as well. I yeah? thought it was a really fun um, film. <laughs> i mean it's a horror but it's not so sc- it's not too scary i think no it's
1: not scary it's at a- all
0: yeah it's a little bit jump yeah, you know? yeah there's a few it was a that. little bit like oh but it was just like a cat running out you know from a catfish, <laughs> yeah 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 um or like you know other things but i really enjoyed it uh, i love the fashion in it because you know it's early 80s it's right up my street
1: yeah it's your fashion isn't it?
0: yeah and um yeah i mean the acting is not maybe it's not too great but um it's not that bad. It's not too bad, but it's like, you know, it's, it's very cheesy. It's like some things they say, like, you know, even the, one of the first scenes uh, with all the nudity, like in the mm. beginning of the film, uh, one of the cast is saying like, oh, your tits are getting bigger. Oh yeah. And they're <laughs> like, oh, are they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we we got a little character list here. So we got
1: yeah. Let's get into the characters.
0: Yeah, we got Trish. Yeah. Which is the main girl.
1: Yeah, leader of the gang.
0: Little gang. We got her uh, close friends Kimberly, Diane, Jackie, and Linda.
1: Yeah, sort of Linda.
0: Sort of Linda. Yeah. Yeah. She she
1: doesn't stick around for long.
0: No, she disappears (laughs) quite early in the film. Yeah, she does. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, we have uh, Valerie and Courtney, which. Yeah, they, they live next door to Trish.
1: Yeah, they do, yeah. And Valerie's the new girl in school. Yeah. A new-ish.
0: New-ish, girls. For some reason, like, that, like um, Trish's friends doesn't really like her because they think she's a teacher's pet.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, because she beats them at basketball.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we got uh, their coach as well for the basketball team. Coach Jana. Coach Jana. And uh, we have the, you know, the main guy, you know, which is... Um,
1: Russ Thorne.
0: Russ Thorne. Yeah. Yeah, the Driller Killer. Yeah. Yeah. And we got um, two naughty guys, Neil and Jeff. Yeah. Who's obsessed with the gals.
1: Yeah, and each other, but and we'll get to but yeah.
0: Uh, we got John Minor, which is um, Linda's... Diane's no, no, sorry, Diane's boyfriend. And we have a pizza guy. Yeah. And we have Mr. Content, which is... Um,
1: Next door neighbor to Trish. To Trish. Yeah. yeah where I you know. might suspect that he's up to something. Yeah. you not yeah. sure.
0: So it's it's basically like you know Trish is having a slumber party. Um, her parents are going away somewhere. We don't know where they're going away. No, I don't know. It's it's almost like all the characters' parents are away this massacre weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like Russ form all booked him on a little uh, cruise ship. Yeah. To <laughs> to free up some time for him to murder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I actually really liked about the the like main female characters was their like friendship their, yeah. their little group, the four of them yeah, you know they're so close they're they're like sisters almost you know
0: yeah, they stick together like you know and and they're not like stupid characters either like they're they're very like clever,
1: yeah, like as in like you know it's quite unusual at the beginning they're playing they're playing basketball mm. they're not the cheer cheerleaders, cheerleaders you know no, they're not no. like you know the blonde bimbo. Put into these films, yeah. yeah. That's what I really loved was their sort of like togetherness and even their relationship with like Coach Jana. Mm. Um, it might seem a bit strange that the coach is so close to them, yeah. Um, but I think it's because they're like. Sh- She's like a motherly figure to them.
0: Yeah, she's the only kind of motherly figure like you see. Like she's the only adult. Oh well, yeah, because like, Trish's mum you know, abandons her basically. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Coach Jana like cares about him. You cares know? about him. Yeah. Um, because we see later on when they're on the phone to a to a baseball game and they're trying to like figure out the score. Yeah. It's like a weird conversation. They're just having like with a friend.
0: Yeah. As, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Mm. Like definitely
1: what about Valerie and Courtney what did you think about them
0: yeah no I really liked Valerie and Courtney they're just next door like you know Valerie is like the big sister doing Courtney's like makeup and stuff
1: yeah that was quite like a nice scene scene I yeah guess.
0: and then Courtney is being naughty and like reading uh, Valerie's uh, play playgirl, playgirl yeah. magazine with like a fold out of like Sylvester Stallone yeah yeah
1: <laughs> Saying telling Valerie that she was doing her biology homework yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the two other interesting additions were mm-hmm. the female electrician oh, yeah. or phone woman
0: i absolutely love that <clears> yeah or singing. the
1: uh female carpenter
0: yeah that's so rare for those kind of films to have like female yeah carpenters and electricians like, yeah
1: it doesn't sound like a big thing nowadays no but <laughs> it was really surprising to see
0: it's very refreshing actually
1: yeah yeah which you know it just like act, like double confirms that it was women doing this film yeah you know um, and the actual carpenter as well. She was the carpenter on the film itself. On the set, yeah. yeah. So they just That's got wicked. her
0: in. Yeah, yeah. One thing I really liked was that the women had more kind of like character than the men. Like the the men in this film are very like.
1: Yeah, there's a lot more depth to the female characters. To the women, yeah, yeah, than yeah. The men, the men are just sort of these stupid idiots, stupid or idiots, yeah, murderers.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> have got like two nerds and a jock. Yeah, you
1: know. and a serial killer.
0: Yeah, and like a weird neighbor.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. Killing snails in the Killing garden.
0: Killing snails with a chopping like butcher's knife yeah. in the garden.
1: Yeah, which brings us on to old Russ Fawn. Yeah. Our serial killer of the movie.
0: The, the superstar of the film. Superstar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a great actor, that yeah. guy. Yeah.
1: He is, yeah, he is, yeah.
0: And they're pretty... It's, it's funny because usually in these kind of films it would be like someone with a mask on or like someone lingering around and... You see from the mur- like the the murderous, yeah, murderous point, of view, point yeah. of view, but yeah, he's wearing a red t shirt and double denim,
1: oh yeah, the double denim
0: <laughs> he's very plain vanilla,
1: yeah, like you wouldn't be able to notice him in a crowd, no,
0: and he's just carrying this massive drill <laughs> like a metal ding dong, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I loved him as well, I thought he was great, um the way he moved, I thought was hilarious, mm. and I read up about it later on, which was um. The actual actor is like a method actor, so he studied peacocks and how they walked.
0: (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah.
1: So that whole scene, like when he's um, chasing Linda in the locker room, he's sort of like walking, running, ain't he? Yeah. And he's holding like the uh, drill really weird as well.
0: Yeah, he does. And I I feel so sorry for Linda though, because they were just finished with a basketball practice and they were going to leave. And I think she was going to join the girls as well. I think she was, maybe. Slumber party. Yeah, yeah, slumber party. And... um, then she just says like oh no guys like you go ahead i just forgot my my book i got a test um and then she goes in and like you know bumps into coach Jana and coach is like oh you better hurry up because the, they're gonna close the school yeah. soon and then she never like never makes she gets it locked in like yeah. all like instantly, instantly locked in
1: and then drilled
0: and drilled drilled to death
1: <laughs> but yeah i thought he was brilliant he's really menacing mm. he's really scary um
0: he doesn't say a word until the end until
1: the end yeah which is i wish he hadn't said anything to be honest with you because he was so scary yeah um and yeah also um he said that he wouldn't talk to any of the girls when they weren't shooting he would wait until he had killed them in the film and then he would talk to them and be really nice because that was his way of, like, separating himself. And apparently the girl said, like, sometimes when they're eating lunch, they'd look over and he'd be hiding in a bush just staring oh at God. them. Oh, God.
0: That's so creepy. i <laughs> That's method acting, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's awesome.
1: Got to commit yourself.
0: Definitely. I mean, I even read about, like, you know, two of the girls, like, you know, Trish and Kimberly, when they are in Trish's bedroom. And um, Russ Thorne creeps up, like, and walks in through the window. But they, oh, don't, yeah, yeah. they don't notice him, like, because he's behind them and then you know when they turn around you see him sees him as like the first time they like ever like see him you know oh really on, on set so they got oh. like really really scared God. so it was kind of they felt like it was almost for real like you know he was chasing them and
1: terrifying yeah it's
0: terrifying absolutely it's terrifying. brilliant
1: seeing that though i love that yeah it's good it's really horrible it's really horrible it's really good well, we've got the two nerdy friends, ain't we? <laughs> yeah. Neil and Jeff. Neil and Jeff. They meant well.
0: They meant well. They meant well. Oh, they had horrible deaths.
1: Yeah, they did, actually. Yeah, especially Jeff. Yeah. When he um, gets dragged... On, he's basically fighting with him on the grass mm-hmm. outside Valerie's, and then he's just, like, being stabbed repeatedly yeah. Yeah. whilst he screams. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was brutal. It's so- I mean, they meant well, but, you know, we get an interesting scene with them because we were saying, like, earlier, there's not much depth to the characters no the male male characters yeah
0: more like they're obsessed with the girls and kind of like eyeing them up when they're changing their pyjamas through the window like because yeah. they, they're they're aware of this slumber party trish has so they follow them like you know yeah they even do like this like innocent prank on them like with the oh, with the, the fuse. fuses in the garage yeah that didn't work well because you know the girls was just like no yeah almost the girl, knocking them down like yeah you know.
1: yeah because then yeah they find them in the garage and then they're just like apolog- they apologize straight away so like, i'm, sorry. I'm yeah. sorry yeah so okay whatever <laughs>
0: And yeah, we have John Miner, who's the jock guy, who we don't really see much of, but he's Diane's boyfriend. He is, yeah. Yeah, and Diane is invited to the party, but she's not really interested to be involved in the party because she's just horny and just wants to, like, you know, hang out with her boyfriend in in Trish's garage in his car, you know, and have sex. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. So it's a little bit of, like, a sex scene, that, but no, it's, like, I would say this film is not really entirely, like, how, you know, Friday 13th and, like, you know, all of those no, films are.
1: No, it's none of that, really. Usually, it's if you have sex in a horror film, you're dead.
0: Yeah, and if you're a virgin, you survive.
1: Mm, true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, very true.
0: But, yeah, John Miner I guess, his head chopped off. He does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler though, no, but...
1: One of my favourite uh, death scenes, that was. Yeah,
0: really funny, because I think, isn't it, yeah, yeah... Um, uh, oh my god! I forgot her name. Diane. Diane. Yeah, Diane goes. You know, she calls him up, and just like, yeah, you could come over. Yeah. And then like he comes over in the car. They hang out in the car, kisses, and then she's like, oh, I'm just gonna check with Trish if it's okay if I can hang out with you. So it's like, oh yeah, you just wait in the car. She goes up to Trish. Trish is like, oh, okay, like you know, not really fine with it, but okay, you know. So like. Diane goes down and uh, just like, oh, I'm back. And then start to kiss him. But then, oh,
1: yeah. And then his head just falls yeah, off. Yeah, falls <laughs> off his
0: body. <laughs> yeah.
1: So then she freaks out, doesn't she? And then Russ falls in the garage with her. When he's standing there, you just see the backs of his legs. And you just see the drill between his legs like a metal penis. Yeah, a
0: very, like, phallic scene. Yeah,
1: and then he's just
0: like... <whistles> yeah, it's a bit gory, actually. I, I kind of looked away a little bit. I saw it was a little bit you too bloody. You don't
1: see it, though. You never see, like...
0: No, but it's just horrible, anyway. I
1: suppose. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, well, I guess our last guy, pizza guy.
0: Pizza guy, hilarious scene. Yeah. It's a, because the girls are like, you know, things be happening before. The nerd, like after a prank, the nerdy guys are hanging out with the girls in the house, and they've been ordering pizza, so they were waiting for it. And there's a knock on the door, and Neil asks. What's the damage? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And the voice behind the door says, Six so far. Six so far. Which means it's been like six people already killed.
1: Yeah, yeah. But they don't hear that. They're just too excited about food.
0: They think it's like the money they have to pay. Yeah. They open the door. It's a guy there standing with his eyeballs. It's just two holes in the face where the eyes were. He's holding the pizza box still. Yeah, he's doing
1: well to stand up as well.
0: Yeah, and he just Show falls flat down. And the, it's just, like, kicks off. Chaos like, ensues
1: know. then, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it just kicks off.
1: Uh, so, an interesting fact about that poor old pizza guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's
1: actually a director himself. Oh. Um, I don't know if he's done anything recently or if he's still going. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, he released a film called Android, the same year as the Slumber Party Massacre. Oh. Um, and it was also produced by Roger Corman shock horror
0: yeah of course it would be <laughs> yeah I know yeah it gets his hands on everything yeah
1: um, but yeah then there's like another little nice touch as well when um, Jeff is trying to bang on Valerie's door and she's not answering because she's listening to this film so bloody loud <laughs> yeah um, classic <laughs> yeah that's also a Roger Corman film called Hollywood Boulevard
0: <laughs> it was hard to say that yeah know. it
1: was yeah <laughs> yeah so it's those nice little touches you know yeah. throughout the film
0: yeah I love those little homage things yeah you know
1: it makes it a nice personal touch to it yeah Um. that you find out afterwards you know so yeah we've had yeah. six people so far S- dead
0: six people so far dead Uh, Neil and Jeff are like, you know, uh, planning to um, become heroes for the girls here. Yeah,
1: so their first (laughs) failure was their plan of lock the doors, lock the windows, turn off the lights. Yeah. First two, brilliant. Second one, last one, no. No,
0: never turn off the lights.
1: No, never turn off the lights. What you do is... You sit in a circle all together with knives, rolling pins, whatever you can get your hands on.
0: Yeah, and, and plan, like an action plan, like, yeah. you know, what to do.
1: Or you just sit there and wait for someone to come. Yeah. Or for the killer to come in and you're like, right, let's get him.
0: Yeah. And also, because um, we could just say, oh, why don't you call someone? He, the really killer already, like, cut the phone line. So
1: yeah, he's clever. He,
0: he's clever. Mm. He knows what he's doing. He does, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Neil and Jeff's plan it literally went shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it went bad, didn't it? It was a good yeah. idea, you know, both of them going at separate exits and trying to find help, but. Bless them. Yeah.
0: And they were so terrified to do as well, because you remember when we were like, is something going on here? Like, you know, they were like. Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. There was some sort of homoerotic thing going on there.
0: Yeah, because I think, I, I don't remember exactly what one of them said, but it was like, Imagine if we don't come back. Or like, you know, something. Like, yeah, like...
1: I, I just remember them, like, leaning into each other when they were um, talking about their plan of escape. Yeah. And it just... I thought they were going to kiss. <laughs> and they might as well have. Because they were going to die a few <laughs> moments later. So it would have been their last kiss.
0: Oh, bless them. But that leaves us with the remaining girls. Just the got the girls. girls. Yeah, just yeah. the main girls left now. Trish, Kimberly and Jackie. Yeah, yeah. And the, Jackie is actually the only person of colour in this film. Yeah. Yeah, which I found very interesting and it's very rare for a cheesy is, slasher B movie to have someone with colour. Yeah. In the film. Yeah, she's really gorgeous as well. It's just I don't know, I just find it so like nice to see a different kind of like slasher film. Mm. Like this one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And she's saying the most hel- she's doing it's the most hilarious oh. thing yeah. With her as yeah. well. That's that she says. the pizza. Yeah. So the pizza guy um are still like you know flattered on the on the floor yeah it's dead on the floor he's he's got a pizza box like on top of him and the girls are just kind of like sitting there with some knives and like oh you know kind of what should we do like you know yeah terrified and uh, so jackie just says something and she opens the pizza box takes a slice of pizza and says but yeah life goes on after all and then takes <laughs> a bite of the pizza it's just so funny it's just like i mean what would you do in a situation where it's
1: brutal like but it's fair i would do it's that fine. I, think, I would most likely do that yeah
0: if i was starving i would actually do it
1: yeah you gotta keep your energy up you yeah. got a psycho on your <laughs> on your ass
0: god it made me laugh so much As I was so no it was brilliant of... and we have um valerie coming around checking um what's going on in the house because Coach Anna has called Yeah. and I'm a bit worried because when she was talking to Trish on the phone the phone line cut out
1: yeah, because this is when the pizza guy came through the door. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, everything at the same time. But that's
1: what, it comes back to what we said earlier, you know, it's this real feeling of camaraderie between all the women in the film. Mm. You know, they're all trying to look out for each other, yeah. not like backstabbing or anything like no, that, you know. Coach Jana's asked are, Valerie to go over to check on the girls.
0: They stick together and, mm. you know, they stick together through their friendship, basically. Yeah, and like, even
1: though Valerie's not their friend, you know, she still goes over just to make sure, sure you know. Yeah, they're, they're right. Yeah. Um, um, unfortunately valerie is the one who lets the killer in the house though yeah
0: unfortunately yeah. Um, because
1: then he comes in he kills jackie
0: he kills jackie straight away
1: yeah and um, then when
0: she opens the door yeah um
1: trish and kim do a runner to her bedroom
0: yeah tries to hide there, but then as i said before he creeps in the room and yeah like they they kind of knock him over but then like uh, Trish gets like a baseball bat and uh, yeah she hits him with a baseball bat and um, they think is a bit over but then he comes up again and then s- just slices like you know like cuts yeah and
1: you really really feel yeah, it you don't can you really feel like cuts uh, almost Kimberly's hear it stomach. sliding in
0: yeah and uh, Trish escapes from that room and hides in <laughs> she hides in the wardrobe
1: she does yeah such a good idea actually yeah
0: really she she hides like in um. You know those like wardrobe bags. you have something that you don't, you don't want anything to get moth e- eaten. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. And she hides in there, so the really killer goes in there. But he's just like, I'm just like, he's the most rubbish like hide and seek person here. Like, you know, <laughs> he just goes in there, and he's like, touches them like really gently, and then he goes out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then you just see Trish's hand, don't you? Yeah. It really remind me of Alien, the end of Alien yeah. one.
0: Yeah, definitely. The Sigourney
1: Weaver in the uh, suit. Yeah. Remind me of that. <laughs>
0: But yeah, Valerie and Courtney comes into the house as well. Um, Here we go. Here we go. This this scene coming up. Um, Yeah, they're a bit confused where all the girls are. They can't find them in the house.
1: Yeah. They think like they might have gone out somewhere or something like that. Mm. Courtney keeps pestering Valerie about drinking beer. And she's like, no, you're underage.
0: Yeah. So Courtney like opens the fridge like three times and on those three times, every time she opens it, Kimberly's body is like hanging out from the fridge and then when she closes it like she kind of like goes back into the fridge she does somehow. yeah it just slides back up she like hangs on to the fridge and then like in and out yeah I yeah it's really really funny yeah um when the
1: actress said it was uh where you usually have the light bulb in the fridge yeah there's like a little ledge that she held on with her fingers <laughs> oh my gosh. and because of her like gymnastic background or something she was able to like hold on Strong for enough. five seconds yeah hang come back up <laughs> do it like constantly i don't know how many takes that took so funny
0: yeah eventually she falls out from the fridge and Valerie and courtney sees her and gets like hysterical yeah you know courtney Understandably. Run, yeah courtney runs and hides on the living room sofa Valerie runs down the basement and hides. like she trips over the, the dead pizza guy on the stairs and uh, yeah they hides there and then coach Anna comes and just kind of like where is everyone you know yeah she, yeah she's very worried about these girls
1: not realizing that russ fawn has disguised disguised himself as a dead body hasn't he
0: under a blanket in yeah. the living room yeah
1: that face he pulls when he's like pulling the blanket over he's like mm, yes
0: he's so clever he is yeah <laughs> so it's like the best killer ever. <laughs>
1: yeah um so yeah then she pulls it off and sees that it's like some crazy man and then he's like they're fighting yeah. trish comes down the stairs and starts fighting with him as well
0: yeah
1: sadly kills coach janna
0: yeah slices her this is like very gory like it looks like it's hot dogs and hot dogs mixed in jam blood like coming yeah. out from her belly
1: it reminds me of the uh, tins of like sausages and beans you can get as a kids made by like i think heinz or something yeah you know like spaghetti hoops when it's yeah. just like pure tomato juice
0: but it just looks so gross
1: <laughs> so yeah this is then when we're, when we're coming to the finale of the film yeah now. the real sort of like battle royale between uh Valerie, Russ Fawn, Trish and Courtney. Courtney, yeah. yeah. It's
0: like a wrestling.
1: So Valerie and Russ Fawn are outside having a standoff. Valerie's got a machete, Russ Fawn's got his metal penis. And then uh Valerie takes one swipe, slices it in half the drill. Yeah. And he's like stood there stunned.
0: Yeah. Another like phallic scene look at me and my, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a running theme throughout the whole film, ain't it? Yeah. Um and then she starts brutally chop away at his hand and he's screaming incoherently (laughs) and on the subtitles it said i'll kill you but i don't think he said that he was just like
0: yeah i don't i don't know like you know i was just kind of like oh my god she just chopped his hand off yeah i think i
1: would like just be like shouting gibberish as well Someone was chopping my hand off
0: he i mean he eventually falls down like in the in the pool yeah falls into the pool Valerie and Courtney thinks it's over so they kind of have like a little sister moment, like you know kind of oh I love you like oh it's finally over yeah. but he rises up from the pool even when it's like stumpy arm well, he this comes is, back
1: this is what you should always learn from horror films they're never dead
0: they're never dead on no. the first, first go nah no. <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah he gets up and then just starts attacking them again
0: attacking them again kind of run towards Valerie or
1: like Trish comes out Trish and, comes and out. he like knocks her out of the way and then he's finally got valerie on the floor so he runs towards her
0: but she's got the machete yeah and for some reason hands.
1: he jumps he it, runs and yeah. jumps like screaming and then he just lands straight on this machete <laughs> all the way through you just hear him go Ooh!
0: Ooh, and then you can hear the police sirens like in the background as well yeah finally finally who, <laughs> i mean who called wasn't everyone in the neighborhood away yeah i don't
1: know actually <laughs> yeah but yeah, then and that's it, is, isn't it? it just ends.
0: It. Yeah, and that's ends. And I mean, sorry for a lot of spoilers here, but I mean we can't resist just telling you these brilliant death scenes.
1: Well, hopefully you would have watched it.
0: Yeah, hopefully you would have watched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but yeah, I wanna just like quickly just talk about some of the, yeah? the themes. So like just one thing I noticed which was the red theme. Oh yeah, the red theme. A yeah. lot of like stuff that was red throughout the film. So like um Diane's stripy red and white top. The killer's red t-shirt. Yeah. The red telephone.
0: The red Kool-Aid.
1: The massive jug of Kool-Aid that looked like it could (laughs) just melt all of your teeth instantly. Oh my God, so much sugar. I know. And I think it's um, to represent, you know, the girl's virginities and um, coming of age, especially with this guy who's just like running around with this massive phallic symbol.
0: As I said, it's like the metal ding dong. (laughs) (laughs) as well i notice it's like you know everyone is like ignoring the news as well oh yeah yeah because yeah. Yeah. It, it starts off with a paper boy like throwing the papers like into the house and it says like you know um russ thorne escaped mm. killed this many yeah yeah blah blah, blah. Uh, trish wakes up in the morning in her bedroom and you know turns off the news or like change the channel on the yeah, on, on the, the radio, radio yeah and i think also it might be a sequence with um Coach Jana, Coach t- Jana changes yeah. her
1: car stereo.
0: Yeah, just ignoring the news, not knowing what's going on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All could have been avoided so easily, yeah, you know. definitely. So, watch the news is um, the lesson here. Yeah. Yeah. Was there any other sort of trivia or fun facts you add?
0: Yeah, so um, apparently the the script was called Don't Open the Door. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was quite funny.
1: But yeah, they tend, a lot of scripts, they tend to have like the first name or like a fake name, don't they?
0: Yeah. It's like the fake name when they were scouting locations.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Called
0: Sleepless Sleepless Nights. Sleepless Nights, yeah. They even had like t shirts printed like Sleepless Nights. Mm. Just because it was some more kind of professional, more kind of like, hi, we're coming from this uh, movie called Sleepless Nights and we're looking for. Yeah, it
1: sounds like a sexy rom com. Yeah. I'd imagine Michael Douglas could have been in it.
0: It sounded like the wanted that kind of name more so even
1: yeah well it's better than going to someone and saying we're shooting this film called slumber party massacre massacre. (laughs) yeah especially as it's in someone's actual house as well yeah and the guy still lives there even to this day
0: (laughs) amazing yeah that's so cool it's funny as well because it's like really like no names Cast, you know, it's like yeah. no famous people in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, not really any of these girls has done much. And uh, apparently, yeah, you know, obviously now because this movie is such a cult film, they have more attention because of this film.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's why I love going to the conventions.
0: Yeah, and it's a bit of tragedy, girls. Valerie, like you know, the really yeah beautiful girl, you know, next door girl. Yeah,
1: Robin Steele.
0: Robin Steele. Um, she had a drinking problem and she committed suicide at a very young yeah. age. Shame. It's very sad.
1: Well, it was that fun fact about the director as well, wasn't it? Amy Holden-Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she um, was initially going to be the editing editor of E.T., mm. the Sigmund Spielberg E.T., but she decided to do this instead. I know, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. But I think I read something about, like, she felt like this film would be more hers. Oh,
1: yeah, like absolutely, yeah. her own yeah. kind of film. Yeah,
0: than more like you know. i mean
1: you think about like budget difference between et mm. and uh slumber party Master. Yeah. you know she, she's done this it's like a sort of a, a passion project i guess
0: yeah it's a very good slasher film it is yeah it film. Is, yeah. and for someone who's never watched a b-movie slasher film uh i would say start with this one. It's, oh, yeah it's pretty mild it's got a bit of jump scares but it's just yeah it's, it's definitely
1: a good introduction film to this sort of genre
0: yeah just take it as it is, you know, it might be, you might think it's too cheesy, but you see the charm in it.
1: Yeah, that's all you got to do with these films is just see the charm.
0: Yeah. What's your score? My score? Yeah, what's the cult sleaze and she score?
1: On this? <laughs> I think I'd give it, it's got great characters, uh, really funny moments, lovely
0: gore.
1: Mm. Um. So I think I'd go for a seven out of 10.
0: Ooh, mm. nice. Yeah. What about you? I think I give it a, an eight, an eight, a strong eight. I love it because it's the only kind of horror franchise that's made by women.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And uh, I love it because, like Amy Holden Jones, like the director of the film, she just she wanted to make her film like you know her way. Yeah. But even though Roger Corman was, like, you know, pushing her to put nudity in the film, like, throw that in. Yeah. Just, like, a little bit in the beginning and a little bit, like, later. Yeah. But it was nothing, like, you know... Because usually these films are very sexist. It's very, like, nude. Oh God, yeah, yeah, A lot of sex. A yeah. lot of, like... Uh, a lot of violence against yeah, women, a lot of like violence, You know? But this was just kind of, like... She just gave Roger Corman what he wanted. Just to be like... You know, the shower scenes in the beginning. Yeah. You know, it was very, kind of, like... Ps- like, slowly kind of, like, filming the boobs and Yeah, it was bums like she was and, you know. literally
1: saying, here's your shot of boobs and bums. Yeah. Now we're getting on with the film.
0: Yeah. Now it's my film. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, now it's time, you know. And yeah, another thing that I was thinking about uh, was that the women don't die because they make foolish mistakes. Mm. They don't walk into the basement alone because they heard a noise. They die in acts of uh, heroism,
1: yeah that's true yeah yeah
0: when checking in with each other and just generally from existing as whole competent women they rely more on approval from each other than that of any man
1: yeah that's very true yeah yeah
0: and i think that was makes you know this makes us like the heart of the slumber party massacre so successful mm. it has all the pieces of an entertaining romp through the macabre and the violent without needing to denigrate or dehumanize women to do it yeah
1: it's very true yes yeah. yeah true
0: isn't it and i feel like this film is some kind of like you know it's like a good feminist horror oh
1: yeah yeah it is. you know
0: like the scream franchise
1: yeah it's kind yeah. of like
0: the scream franchise is kind of nodding to this Absolutely, Slam yeah. the yeah. Party Massacre, you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. It's
0: also like about just brave, strong women. They're all like final girls mm. uh, at the end. Usually, like a final girl is like one person, you know, yeah, that survives. Yeah. But these are like you know, a group of women They stay together, fight together, and survive together.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I, I really like it, and yeah, it's just a all-round really good slasher film. <laughs>
1: Well, we hope you enjoyed it, if you if you did watch it. Yeah. If you didn't, I hope this has encouraged you to watch it now.
0: Yeah, definitely. And we we love to hear your thoughts about this episode.
1: Yeah, as always, you know, send us a message, let us know, positive or negative, we don't mind.
0: Yeah, we, as I said, like in the introduction, I'm new to this, so we're yep. doing our best. And it hasn't been very easy doing this episode in like 24 <laughs> degrees, being half naked in the living room.
1: Yeah, and yeah, especially in this flat.
0: I stink okay (laughs) (laughs) sorry i do like wow
1: (laughs) right well i think that is the end now then
0: yeah this is the end Uh, we we need to do something else than sitting here sweating yeah um
1: so just remember to pass this pod on to your friends family dogs cats
0: anyone that's into cult cult sleeves and extra cheese basically
1: yep if they're not get them involved Leave a little review for us, five stars.
0: We're on Instagram, TikTok.
1: Yeah, all the uh, a lot of the podcast platforms now.
0: Anchor, Spotify,
1: Apple, Google.
0: And uh, do you want to announce what film is going to be the next oh, one up? Because yes. it's your choice of film.
1: It is. So next up on <laughs> Colt sleeves and extra cheese is the 1988 absolute classic banger by John Carpenter. They live. Woo! Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pat's favourite
1: yeah can he wait
0: can he wait neither can I thank you so much guys for listening yeah
1: thank you we've very much we've been really
0: enjoying this episode and I hope you stay tuned for the next time
1: yeah and we'll see you soon
0: see you soon bye bye bye